Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lost Hope Radio. We'll start off with Tanner. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so how y'all week been? Like, how y'all been? You know, staying in my own lane. So everything good with me. As it should be. My week was cool, though. Just been getting, like, work done. I got all my week assignments done before the break, so I'm chilling. Wow. Well, you're on another break? Are you talking about last? We got Thanksgiving break next week. Same, same, same. Productive man. Uh, (laughs) Tan. That way. I haven't been productive at all. But my week's been cool. I just been uh chilling. What about you, Tiller? I mean, my week been cool. I ain't did nothing all week, but just you know, chill, work, and that's really about it. Mm. All right, so I guess I'm gonna get into the weather. So, um, right now, currently, it's seventy degrees. Later tonight, it'll be about sixty-four degrees, and tomorrow it'll be. 73 degrees, so I feel like I like this kind of weather. I hate it when it was really cold, so it's cold. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to rain, like, this weekend. That's like a high chance. Oh, yeah. I Is it, like, that. 60% of chance of rain? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. But Finally, yeah. some fall weather instead of mm-hmm. just being hot and cold. So, do y'all got, like, plans for Thanksgiving? Break or whatever? I'm asleep. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Sounds right. Sounds about right. I'm probably just going to sleep. Just chill. But, yeah. I, I feel the chilling part, but I don't, I don't know about sleeping. <laughs> Why not? All week. Not, it's not gotta have some right? type of fun, that bro. Yeah, that boy said I gotta sleep till Thanksgiving. Gotta get my belly ready. <laughs> Star myself all week. <laughs> Star himself. <laughs> that say, yeah, it's, hiber- it's time to hibernate. I got sure. Thanksgiving coming up. That part, man, you got to. You got to take necessary precautions for that special day. Right. I guess, bro. I guess. I guess so, what you gonna be eating till then? Uh, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that, boy said, that boy said I ain't gonna be doing nothing but drinking a whole bunch of water and eat protein. That honestly, <laughs> maybe some fruits yeah. here and there, but that's okay, really it. Okay. okay. What about you, Wayne? Um, chilling, having fun until Thanksgiving, and then oh, I don't know what's planned for me this um upcoming week. Hmm. Whatever's planned for me, I'm just gonna have fun doing it. Just go with the flow. Yeah. Yep. Just like that. Tilly. Can you repeat the question? My what's your plans for Thanksgiving break or whatever? My Thanksgiving break. Um I mean, really just chilling. 
to be honest, uh, trying to find a PS5 or something, you know, <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> and you can get one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be looking for one. I mean, them things selling out fast. With, bro, with man. the quickness. Within five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And, but it's it's crazy, though, because it's all going to, it's all robots to get them. Yeah. <laughs> ain't, nothing but, ain't nothing but robots buying them. So, you know? Wait, that's, how does that work? What do you mean, how does it work? Like, what do you mean, we're about to buy them? So, <laughs> so you, oh, know right. when, you know how when you get, you when you go online and you're trying to buy a pair of shoes, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, a robot, a robot is like you, but, <laughs> but it does it by itself. But they don't got no money. They do. They they connected to your card. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay. So no it's, way, it takes so. it takes all your information. Like it'll take your card information, your address, and all that. Oh, okay. And it'll be like it'll be like is you and then twenty to fifty other people that's doing it, but everything getting shipped to your house, and, and then the money's getting taken out of your card. What? So, if you ain't got enough <laughs> to buy 25 pairs of shoes, it's a tough situation. Well, we have a cast that just walked in here. Can you introduce yourself? <laughs> How's everybody doing? Good, man. Good. How are you? Cool, cool. How's your, week? How's your week been? My week's been pretty busy because um, I'm in school and I'm just doing so many different things. So, I'm just trying to like stay focused. In this COVID nineteen environment, so mm-hmm. yeah, but everything's going pretty good. Um, happy to be back at the Juice. That's yeah. good. That's good, hey, man. You got any plans next week for Thanksgiving? I have a friendsgiving that I'm doing, and it's really cool at my friend's house. So I'm excited about that. And um, you know, just hanging out with family. You know, doing the um, you know, the family thing, and yeah. and you know, kind of family hopping. You know. So going to different people's uh, houses and you know family hopping and taste some different food, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know the usual. Mm-hmm. Every time <laughs> on Thanksgiving, I go to my grandma's house and she be cooking like. She's whipping it up. <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into the next topic, you know, I just want to ask a quick question. Uh, okay. What's up? What's your favorite like dish on Thanksgiving? I gotta know if it's valid or not. <laughs> just want to know if I can judge you. So I'm not going first. <laughs> I'll go first. I'd have to oh, say some uh some sweet potatoes. Yeah. Like yams. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh or uh that mac and cheese. I miss I love mac and cheese. Now see y'all might judge me, but like, I don't eat mac and cheese. What? I don't, with you. I don't <laughs> eat mac and cheese. I just don't like like a lot of cheese, bro. <laughs> you like something tolerant? No, I'm not even lactose intolerant. I just don't like cheese like that, bro. I mean, I, I respect it. I respect it. Even if you said you was lactose intolerant, I I'd still be cool with it because I'm lactose intolerant. But I'm still gonna eat me some mac and cheese. Oh yeah, you be down bad. You having the DG? Messed up your whole day. Hey, but it's worth it for some mac and cheese, bro. If it's a good mac and cheese, man, it's worth it. Like I've heard, like a bad mac and cheese can just mess up the whole function. <laughs> it gotta be like a certain person. Yeah. A whole, a certain person has to make the mac and That's cheese. True. Man, look, Wayne. Yeah. Man. yeah. All right. So of course, macaroni and cheese is my favorite thing on Thanksgiving. And then I'm gonna have to go with the mashed potatoes. 
mess with Tato. That's your brown, favorite? With brown gravy? Yep. Okay. Shut up, brown gravy. I, I, I can mess with that. Huh. I can mess with that. How about you? Um, <laughs> I, you know, it's crazy because I, I go like straight to the dessert, which is peach cobbler. My mom makes really good peach cobbler like from scratch. So that's like my favorite thing to have. But as far as like, you know, like the traditional Thanksgiving food, I would say for me, I don't know, I like cabbage a lot. Cabbage. Cabbage, okay. And also like, you know, mashed potatoes, gravy. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to like, I like my uncle, um, rest in peace, he used to fix like the best like smoked turkey, which I haven't like wanted any type of turkey since then. Like mm-hmm. it has like a totally different flavor. So I like, you know, just eating like different traditional things from different places, like yeah. mix up sometimes every year. I don't like eating the same thing all the right. time. I hate that. So I like mm-hmm. want to do like a vegan Thanksgiving one day and like or one year and like switch it up and kind of like just be a little adventurous. Yeah. I'm not really a traditional person. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You good. You good. What is considered traditional? Like I mean, turkey, turkey, everything. I guess like, just yeah. like those traditional, you know, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. meals and whatnot. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. So. Now my family, my family hasn't been since since me and my cousins have gotten older. We have had less trans transition traditional. Uh, <laughs> we've had less traditional dinners for Thanksgiving and Christmas. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like. One time it was like we was like y'all want to do Italian, you know what I'm saying? So it was nothing like it was nothing but Italian food and stuff like that. That's different. I like that. My teacher said she did though. I never thought anybody else did, but you know, that's fun. I gotta try. I gotta try. But Eden, you want you wanna? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Probably a ham. Like, it's weird because I don't even like, like, ham sandwiches like that anymore. Like, I only eat, like, turkey sandwiches. But, like, you know, like, the ham on Thanksgiving. Like, I don't know. I like that. It's like weird. Like, big pieces of ham? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I love that. Especially when my mom cooks it. She be putting, like, pineapple stuff on there. Um, I feel like all black people do that. But, <laughs> you uh-uh. know. <laughs> no. That thing on a grill. <laughs> a grill? Yeah. Really? Oh. Yeah. Okay. okay. Pineapple, pineapple with a turkey is cool too. That sounds. I ain't never good. did nothing like that. that you ever see like that is pretty. That? That's actually pretty good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like the cartoon. They didn't like the like the yeah. pineapple rings. Yeah. I mean, I, I've seen yeah. it, but I ain't never. I ain't never had it. But it does sound. It sound delicious though. It sounds. It'd be it sweet. Like, mm-hmm. man, my favorite dishes go with ham. I like the uh, potato salad too. Ew, you nasty. What? I wish you what? Like, bro, I can mess a with good it. potato when, salad. Now, when you say potato salad, that makes me think of a uh, macaroni salad. I can think of potato salad. Is good. Like pasta salad. Mm-hmm. Pasta, yeah. pasta yeah, salad cool. go crazy too. Yeah. It's basically like macaroni salad, but, yeah. but like spaghetti noodles. Like the different noodles. Yeah. I don't yeah. like that kind of stuff or like tuna. It's so gross. I had tuna, I had tuna oh, earlier. Tuna bro. sandwich? Yeah. With, the, with, the, with the bread? Oh, she missing or, out. Or, or, no. or tunas and crackers, bro? Crazy. Uh, you can never go wrong, no. bro. Boy, I'd eat that every day if I could. What? I, ain't <laughs> I feel like that's like jail food. Jail food? <laughs> <laughs> well, get her out of here. Jail, I'll be happy to be some tuna? What? <laughs> Yeah, it looks like I cat you, food. I thought you get swollen. You get swollen, too. <laughs> swollen. It's like swollen. Yeah. <laughs> Not swollen. Not swollen. <laughs> yeah, like, is that some topic? Yeah. Yes, okay, I, I have a topic. 
okay. So basically, um, I guess this was on November 17th, so like two days ago. And so this was an this was a person that went to Notre Dame. Notre I don't Dame, know Notre, Notre Dame. Dame, whatever. Notre Dame. Same thing. The school. <laughs> Shut up. And basically, she was a PhD student um, there, and she had a boyfriend. Basically, they dated for three months. They broke up, and she's been like stalking him ever since. And then she murdered him a few days ago. So wow. that's tough. Yeah, it's crazy. Cool. I'm honestly so, just tired of hearing about so much death happening this year, and I'm just like ready for that to like stop being like a trend so much in the media. Like Bobby Brown, his son. You hear uh, about that? Yes. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, about that. Mm-hmm. So, um, like yesterday. Yeah. So I'm just like 2020 has like been a lot of like revelations yeah. and like people's like journey coming to an end. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In tragic ways. Right. You know, and I'm not trying to understand, like, I try to go deep, and I'm just like, what's the spiritual message that 2020 is trying to teach me? Right. You know, like, what is my lesson this year? You know, kind of like what's happening to us collectively. That's, you know? Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. I just, it's just the fact that she's like a PhD student. You know, she really, like, threw that all the way over some dude. That's just kind of dumb. Man, you <laughs> never know with people, man. Like, yeah. Never I mean, to, to be honest, you know, some. People go through things differently. People handle things differently. I you know mean, yeah. She was probably like, well, if I can't be with him, ain't nobody going to have it. Three months, though. You know what I'm saying? She put three months into this. I mean, you don't know how, you don't know how, you don't know the progression of, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's how true. The, of the relationship. Right. Because in three months, in three, I feel like if the relationship goes so good, you could have a whole year relationship within three months. I mean, I agree, but I don't mean you got to murder me. Cause you, but I'm saying, like, you know. he, probably, he probably, like, broke broke her heart. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's so, what, that's what so I'm that. Like, you don't know what... You, you would do it? No, I'm not justifying <laughs> what she did, but I'm, I'm saying, like, he probably, like... She pro- he probably, like, broke her heart. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like, where, you know, like, she cried so much she couldn't... Yeah, and, and then no more, she had right? said like to the police actually that she like blacked out. She said she told him that like she blacked out and she didn't realize like what she did. You know, kind of yeah. like you just I she don't really know. Like, that happens when, you, well, I know it happens when you get intoxicated and yeah. when you drink and whatnot. But <laughs> wait, man, like, but that's crazy. That, like, yeah. You just go like over. That's crazy, crazy. That's... I mean, like she just don't have a gun for no reason though. Like she probably planned it. But then she was just like, "You think?" I think she was like, "I think <laughs> yeah. she planned it." It yeah. sounded like she planned it. She did. Like, I mean, she was stalking him, so I mean, like, she was oh, yeah, she, like, she was yeah. on his schedule inside and out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Where he gonna be this time? I don't know. She know what's going on. Nah, I mean, cause there are some girls like you can date them for a while and mm-hmm. then you can break up with them, but they like, you think you can break up with me, and then oh, they start yeah. stalking you. Exactly. And then, <laughs> Lifetime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I ain't saying that's like. 50-50, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I say it's like probably like a 10% of people who would do something like that. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy people out here that we just don't That's know. That's true. Right. I just, I mean like I'm watching I, y'all. I feel like I've had my I mean everybody had their heartbroken before but like I don't even know. I don't think nobody could push me to like that point. That's just crazy. Like, yeah. That's too I mean, much. That's a whole other level. I can't, yeah. I can't take a life over a heartbreak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's, 
See, that's how you know, like, the problem isn't about that person. The problem is about the person who's doing it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's how you know if it's, like, if it gets to that, to yeah. that point, which it shouldn't, like, then something is obviously mm-hmm. wrong with that person that they need to work on internally to, like, figure yeah. out why they need to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they need to go see some therapy or something. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty, that's probably what they, what she needed, but yeah. she just ain't tell nobody. It's too late now. I mean, you know and she's like this PhD student and goes to this like school. No, you know, no, I feel no. like, yeah, nobody really expects that. You know? I feel like the real big thing is like, why is mental health so, so taboo in the black community? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, why is it so taboo to talk about the fact that nobody is perfect and everybody deals with their mental health on some degree, some level? Like, Nobody's perfect, so like that's right. how we all relate to each other as being human. Like, all of, none of our mental health is like wrapped in a yeah. box with a pretty bow. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> I feel like a lot of us like struggle, or a lot more people struggle than you think. Like, on I feel like there's people that you think is like perfect or whatatever, but on the inside, you know, they're struggling they struggle and just like it. yeah, they got their own exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So what's some new music that y'all are like listening to and feeling right now, especially like. With just everything going on, like politics and stuff like that, like what songs or like artists do you feel like you've been gravitating towards the most? Hmm. For me, I li- I'll be listening. I've been listening to uh, Future and Lil Uzi recently. Yeah, they little hey, album, Pluto and Baby Pluto. Pluto. I haven't listened to that. Okay. Mm. Right. Like, oh, my I bad. Feel like, you know, it like not being so much toward like the world going on today is just uh-huh. like a like a like a chill slash vibe slash turn up type thing. So right. it's been taking my mind off of like school and things like that. So Yep. Same mm-hmm. same album that's him. Huh. Future. Those are that's the, the only person y'all been listening to? Oh I, like, I listen to the most recently. Mm. But I listen to the same artists every day. I don't wanna say them same artists again. Y'all already know. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll keep it you. So I want to say something different. Today, so. bro, honestly. Yeah. Okay. 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 So that's what I, you know, try to listen to something new. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been listening to. Right. Um, Q. So for me, <laughs> you know, Prince Q. Q. Um, for me, I feel like definitely like more artists that are like. I don't know, like, for instance, like, I just got through watching the show Lovecraft Country, so I've been watching, listening to a lot of 50s music. You know what I mean? Like, that's been, like, connected to me somehow, and I'm like, okay, I like this. And, um, you know, so my taste in music is definitely evolving and changing, and, you know, just, I really can appreciate that as an artist, Mm -hmm. because that's how creativity happens, you know, so being inspired and, so for me, I feel like the artists I've been listening to have been just about what am I watching on TV, but also... What am I going through spiritually? Which usually that's like giving me Janae Aiko, Frank Ocean, um, those type of artists. And, uh, you know, artists that just kind of like, just kind of like express their emotions, you know? Yeah. Like I need to express my emotions in a time period like this. And I like to listen to people that I can connect with emotionally. Yeah, I, I agree. I like that. Yeah. Taylor, of course. <laughs> um, me personally, I, 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 I'm piggybacking off of what Prince Q said. You know, uh, widening out my horizon for music-wise, you know, mm-hmm. listening to just about any and everything. So I've been listening to uh, West Side Boogie. West Side Boogie go crazy. Um, Real underrated. Uh, Tuxedo, Sada Baby, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Ty Dolla Sign, Jaden, uh, The Kid, uh, I don't know how to pronounce the rest of that, but y'all know who it is. He, he, boy? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
uh, him, Thundercat, you know, Mac Miller, Lil Tecca, you know, you know, just listen to any and everything, to be honest, you know, if, if I mess with it, you know, right. I ain't listened to no country yet. I haven't got to the country. <laughs> you side. haven't got there yet. Uh, I ain't got to the country side. I like that song. I like that song. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so lately I've been like kind of chill. I've been kind of chill. Like um, kind of like the same artists as y'all. Some of y'all like um, Janae. Um, I listen to Trippy. I love Mac Miller. Like I've been listening to him recently. Daniel Caesar. Um, yeah. I think Daniel Caesar is a dope artist. I know. Oh my he's god, his so second good. album, great, so good, great. It's like, so good. yeah, just the quality of music and just the the vibes and the, the like, just the mood it puts you in when you listen to it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, it's like I don't know. There's always like those artists that make you kind of feel like I don't know, like a certain like scenery. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel like Daniel's one of them. They said a scene while you listen yeah. to the yeah. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good word. I like them that. them yeah. be the best That's songs right there. Honestly, like, I ain't even gonna lie. I have like certain like songs for like certain moods like my day sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I might listen to like Future and Uzi one day or I might turn on like some Brent, some some Givian. So it's like Give what your day is like. <laughs> so it's like what your day is like or what yeah, you're like, doing. Hey, hey, look, relax. <laughs> yeah. I might turn on some Brent, some uh, Bryson, some Give you on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you the Ryan Trail, I like Ryan Trey too. I don't know who that is. So, Eden, what's going on with your music and what you working oh. on? And, you know, because very good music you make. Thank you. Like, I, for real. Seriously. Honestly, I've been working on, like, putting out something else since I've only put out, like, one of my own, like, actual songs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, you you, I mean, yeah. And I feel like, you know, you have a space here in Tulsa because. You know, like a lot of people in Tulsa, they want to be doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. The fact that you're doing that, like that kind of already gives you like a step up above because Mm -hmm. we're in Tulsa. You know, people still underestimate Tulsa and we have a lot of talent here. And I just think that, you know, just go after that. And like, I'm I'm trying to do that myself, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, I'm a dreamer as well and, you know, want to pursue music. So I say just keep going and like, you know, just stay hungry. You know? Yeah, thank you. I mean, I like your music too. I know you got like a lot of, you have like a mixtape, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I dropped the mixtape like in 2017, uh-huh. and I've been promoting it along with my single "Carefree Black Boy" that I released. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I put out a single of uh, Four Wings" last year, and then I put out the rest of my singles from Days mm-hmm. in the West this year. And I'm working on an- another mixtape, and um, music is like a really escape for me right now, mm-hmm. like to really just escape to my world, you know, with yeah. everything going on in the world right now, like. That's what I'm inspired by with everything in the world that's taking place with death and so many tragic things happening this year that's kind of distracting and sometimes sad and just taking up and absorbing your energy. I think yeah. music like helps me to escape. Like and that's what I found out. Like that's why I love to do it, you know? Yeah, I feel the same way to be honest. Like well, I mean, kinda of like I was saying last week, like when I write, you know? Yeah. Just kinda of getting my emotions out. But yeah, I mean, I like your music. It's dope. I, I like your music too. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, y'all gonna throw me in there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nah. I, I, to be honest, I've been listening to more music than I have been creating my own. You know. Uh, to me, I'm just trying to find some inspiration. Not, not really find inspiration, but just like 
find a different way to make music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to sound like everybody else when I make music. I want to make that one song. I was like, dang, that song was different. You know, I ain't never heard, you know, yeah. somebody make songs like this in a minute or, you yeah. know, just something like that, really. So. That's what's up. Do you have anything like new coming up or that? Or I guess you kind of explain it, but like, do you plan on having something out soon? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I don't really talk about it much, but there's times where it's like, dang, I kind I kind of want to put out like an EP or an album or mm-hmm. something like that. You I could see that for you. Yeah. It's something fun, like, and it wouldn't be just it wouldn't be just me. I'd get like a whole bunch of people. You know, this is a whole bunch of people who would who would enjoy being on it, you know, who would just want to make music for fun. Mm-hmm. And so. Have another studio session. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have another studio session with everybody on it. Make another uh, so. North Side Slide. Hey, ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Crazy. Yeah. How do you guys feel like the state of the country is right now? Do you feel like Joe Biden can really be there for the Black Lives Matter movement? I think you can. Yeah, he seems like a cool person that can help us get through what we're going through. I mean, I feel like he have to, especially with uh, as a vice president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, she's not gonna let him. She's not gonna let him. Like, yeah. hey man, you gotta, you gotta still think about them. Got you got, <laughs> said, bro, hey. If you keep, if you can do good by these black people, they gonna they gonna keep they gonna keep voting you for president, man. I so promise you that. Make you feel like inspired that there's a black female vice president? No, yeah, I definitely do. Like I I was really happy. I mean, I feel like everybody was really happy when they mm-hmm. won, but you know, I was like, happy. Yeah, I, I ain't was, even gonna lie. I think it's really inspiring. I mean, like for me, and then for other girls, you know, like there's never been a female vice president. If it I'm made correct, history, let yeah. alone black. Yeah, so, no, it's great. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. You'd love to see it. Because I know everybody's, you know, everybody has their different opinions about mm-hmm. it, and I'm not always the biggest on politics, but, you know, I'm just trying to learn, like, to just keep my head involved in so many different things that I need to know about the world that's going to help me, like, to be aware. Right. You know, even if I'm not interested, I just feel like I've learned to, like, just be aware. You know, like, awareness is everything. And, you know, I really feel like this election, for me, like, was a lot of awareness and just my power and just you know what does being american really mean like right. so i agree yeah because i feel like so many people like let me ask you guys a question like if somebody like pressured you to you to vote and you just made the decision not to what do you feel like that statement like makes do you think that's a positive statement or a negative statement? negative negative, negative. Like, negative. Like, you don't, negative. like you don't care yeah. yeah and if you don't vote you can't talk yeah no. like every vote uh, counts Mm-hmm. And I mean, you live here, so like, why would you not vote for what you're gonna be living in? You know. So yeah, yeah I, th- I definitely think it's negative. What about y'all? Or y'all kind of already? Know. <laughs> <laughs> I know once I turn 18, most definitely get registered for. It's important. The one thing I will say is that I do believe everybody has their own freedom. You know, I think that's what we live by in America is everybody gets to make their own decision of freedom. So if somebody decides not to vote, you know, like. Even though I may not agree or disagree with that, uh-huh. it's really not my, you know, right. It's that person's right. You see what I'm saying? Like, yep. that's that person's right. And I can't force my right on another person. And, you know, also, too, I think, you know, the reason why I voted in this election is because I'm thinking about my ancestors. I'm thinking about the life that I want to live and what I would be willing to fight for in America. And, like, I'm putting all that in the vote. Like, yeah. you know, what I think would be the better decision here. 
but I'm not. I've never been like the biggest politics person, but this Same. election really just became me more aware of that. Uh, I think it's a sideshow to what's really happening. Right. That's just yeah. on a whole other deeper subject, but I really think that it's deeper than just what what you see with these two people on TV. It's like mm-hmm. a whole background of stuff that's running the show, you know. Yeah. But I'm that deep, so. <laughs> you know. It's good, but. <laughs> So, like, quick question. So, like, I know it's kind of soon, but do y'all have any, like, aspirations or goals for, like, next year already? Like, you know, for 2021? Be better than I was this year. Dang it, heat stuff. It's okay. Mm. Okay, so. Come back. Okay. Quint. Come back. Come back. Come back. I got to think of something different. Oh, you said come back. Um, I thought you meant come back, like come back. Like, as in oh, oh, no. I was like, wait. Wait. Wait, that was you. Um, no, but uh, I feel like for me, I'm just learning to be present more. And that's why I'm a very spiritual person because I like to be present uh-huh. and like take advantage of the moment. It's like, and just like build from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't like. In my head, I can't rush. And then also, too, like, I don't want to have the new year be an excuse as to why I can't start over. Right. Like, I want to be able to start over throughout the year as many times as I need to, to whatever lesson I need to learn or whatever I'm trying to go through. So I feel like my new year just always starts over. My birthday is coming up next month, so that's pretty much going to be my new year, really, Mm -hmm. when I'm going to be making my real (laughs) hardcore decisions, you know, about kind of who I'm trying to evolve into and grow into be. So, yeah, I would say that. When's your birthday? December 9th. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine's the 27th. Mine's the 20th. Uh, wow, all December, baby. <laughs> yes, I'm serious. But actually, we'll come back Um, once we come back from break. I got uh, 100 Racks by Offset and Playboy Cardi, and we'll be right back. This is the juice. My first hundred rack, I blew it by the rack, then I took off the hat, had the Dior at the back, no books, it's a mag, shoot it up. Bad. I was down to my last. I remember my past. What it up, got past in the house. Get slapped with a stack with the mouth. Get, get past. Get slapped with the rest in the mouth. When the rest, you get slapped. Getting in for my man. About to play with these bands. About to play with these bands. You can't come to that land. Got that in my hand. Go dance. Go dance. Let me go like shit. Let me go like shit. We not kids, no we not fans. But I set these trends, put it in the bin. Dirty money got clean, now I'm jumping out the gym. She invite her friends, they my type all ten. My trip European, I done put diamonds on my lens. My first hundred racks, I blew it by the rack. Then I took off the hat, had the Dior at the back. No books, it's a mad, shoot it out bad. I was down to my last. I remember my past. Put it up, got passed in the house. Get slapped with a stack with the mouth. Get, get past. Get slapped with the racks in the mouth. Don't want no money, won't clout. Don't sit, it's a stick in the couch. Get them in, get them in, get them out. Know my grandma looking down, bro. 
My kids not worried about a drop. Spaghetti in the teeth down south. Rich meal rich cause a house. Put the double R truck in rock. I go straight out the mall. Ballet my car. Trap guitar. Straight out the knob. He's in my mind, I can't think. Friday, so we gon' blank. I go three hard in the paint. It get hot on the perk by the fight. Swimming with shots in the tank. You bet not drown. When I pop this plant, go it in the clouds. Hope you first on the rack. I blew it by the rack. Then I took off the hat. Had to throw off the back. No books, it's a mad. Shoot it out fast. I was down to my last. I remember my past. Put it up, got passed in the house. Get slapped with a stack with the mouth. Kids get passed. Get slapped with the rats in the mouth. But the rest she get slapped. And it for my man. About to play with these bands. About to play with these bands. First things first, rest in peace, suck a fear. For real, you the only father that I ever knew. I get my bitch pregnant, I'ma be a better you. Prophecies that I made way back in the veil. For fear, listen, even back when we was broke, my team ill. Martin Luther King would have been on Dreamville. Talk to her, nigga. One time for my L.A. sisters. One time for my L.A. hoes. Lame niggas can't tell the difference. One time for a nigga who knows. Don't save her. She don't wanna be saved. 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 No role models and I'm here right now. No role models to speak up. Searching through my memory, my memory, I couldn't find one. Last night I was getting my feet rubbed by the baddest bitch. Not Trina, but I swear to God, it's bitch will make you call your girl up and tell her, hey, what's good? Sorry, I'm never coming home. I'ma stay for good. They hang the phone up and proceed to lay the wood. I came fast like 911 in white neighborhoods. Ain't got no shame about it. She think I'm spoiled and I'm rich because I can have any bitch. I got defensive and said, nah, I was the same without it. But then I thought back, back to a better me. Before I was a B-list celebrity, before I started calling bitches, bitches so heavily. Back when you could get a platinum plat without no melody, you wasn't sweating me. One time for my L.A. sisters, one time for my L.A. hoes. Lame niggas can't tell the difference. One time for a nigga who knows. Don't save her, she don't wanna be saved. 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 I wanna real love, dark skin and Aunt Viv love. That tater in that weird love. That leave a toothbrush at your crib, love. And you ain't gotta wonder whether that's your kid, love. Nigga, I don't want no bitch from reality shows. Out of touch with reality hoes. Out in Hollywood, bring her back five or six hoes. Fuck them, then we kick them to the door. Nigga, you know how it goes. She deserve that. She a bird. It's a bird trap. You think if I didn't rap, she would flirt back. Taking off a skirt, let her wear my shirt. But she leave, I'ma need my shirt back. Nigga, you know how it goes. One time for my L.A. sisters. One time for my L.A. hoes, lame niggas can't tell the difference. One time for a nigga who knows. Don't save her, she don't wanna be saved. 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 There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. It fooled me, we can't get fooled again. Fool me one time, shame on you. Fool 
twice, can't put the blame on you. Fool me three times, fuck the peace sign, load the chopper, let it rain on you. Fool me one time, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you. Fool me three times, fuck the peace sign, load the chopper, let it rain on you. My only regret was too young for Lisa Bernay. My only regret was too young for me alone. Now all I'm left with is hoes from reality shows. Hand her a script, the bitch probably couldn't read alone. My only regret was too young for Shade Adu. My only regret could never take Aaliyah home. Now all I'm left with is hoes up in Greystone. With the stale face, cause they know it's they saw. She shallow with the pussy, she Down in Dallas, I did that for about a year, year and a half, and 
you know, I was kind of wondering, like, what was next? I was working with the youth down there, and I just, I didn't really feel like being at that particular church was the way for me anymore. And so, you know, I was kind of, not kind of, I was asking God, like, what's kind of next? What does ministry look like for me? And, you know, he gave me the vision for the podcast. I didn't know anything about starting a podcast. I had, I listened to a bunch of them, didn't know anything. I did my first podcast on my on my headphones, but not like, you know, AirPods wasn't out. So it was like the wide yeah. headphones, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, like I did that on the app on my phone. And, um, I mean, that started in 2018. And, you know, we've just been rocking since then. But that was the inspiration. Like, everybody, I think ministry as a whole, like, it's not going to be so much people in the church building in the next four to five years. You know, it's really going to be mobile. Um, it's going to be something... It's going to be like a phenomenon that's that's sweeping the internet. So I think uh, with my generation and the generation that's coming after me, um, just setting the foundation and the tone where the faith could really affect the internet versus just trying to get people to come to a building. Right. I think, you know, that was my inspiration behind it. So you say in 2018, God gave you the vision mm-hmm. for the podcast. Like that, So before that, did you have any, like, any other, like, inspiration you want to do? Or? Man, I... Graduating high school, I graduated with Q. Like, I mean, it was a bunch of stuff I probably could have did. I mean, I probably could have did law. I wanted to be a sports agent. I wanted to be in sports management, sports mm-hmm. journalist. But um, I knew I wanted to do that just because that was really what was expected of me. Because everybody knows me as, like, a sports guy. I love talking about sports. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I didn't – honestly, bro, I didn't really know what I wanted to do for, like, two to three years. But then I just got back connected, you know, in my relationship with God and um, ministry as a whole, just that became my my goal, my vision, my dream in about uh, 2015. So before starting the podcast, I didn't know what ministry looked like. You know, I I had people say, you know, you can be a youth pastor one day. You can, uh, you know, be a traveling evangelist, travel the world, you know, speak at all these different places and all that is still possible. But for me, I was just. I was just trying to figure out, I'm still trying to figure out what, I just started figuring out what ministry looks like. So I didn't really, to answer your question, bro, I didn't really have a lot of aspirations. It was kind of like, just whatever God has for me today, that's mm-hmm. what I'm Because if I focus too much on the, the future, I get frustrated with what's going on now. So I just, yeah. I was just taking it day by day. I didn't really have any real, real aspirations. You know? Going with the flow. Yeah. What, what inspires you the most, like, you know? What level do you see your podcast getting on, and like, what people do you see yourself most like in the industry, or just somebody that maybe inspires you, motivates you to keep going? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I see Reach Over Culture being a full-blown TV network one day. Um, you know, where we're producing movies, docs, um, giving people their individual shows. Um, you know, again, like e- even listening to y'all. I mean, I've been hip to the show for like, like the past few years really mm-hmm. and so uh you know this is like the the vision um but yeah I, I see it being a full-blown television network one day and um as far as inspiration i'm i was inspired by uh joe joe but um okay um yeah 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 <laughs> joe um uh drink champs is a dope podcast um just everything that that's not afraid to break the bounds. But Joe, Joe, if I had to mark one person 
or one entity for my inspiration, it would be Joe. And then also other things creatively. Like, again, this, this show influenced a lot of what, you know, we do from, you know, having the multiple mics and, again, just the idea of having different shows and stuff. So, um, but, yeah, Joe Joe Budden really, really was, like, is what I'm aspiring to, to, to be, mm-hmm. what's inspired me. There's been a lot of really good podcasts that have been really inspiring me to get into, you know, get into podcasts as well. And um, a lot of the times the podcasts I like are just about topics that are like hard hitting topics that people are afraid to talk about. Um, And maybe like, you know, a show that I'm watching, like a review episode, like by episode of like symbolisms and meanings. And like, that really intrigues my mind. And uh, I just like good conversations about good topics that people are afraid to talk about like that. This intrigues my mind and mm-hmm. makes me want to learn more and um, connect. And so that's honestly just being a part of the juice has made me realize that I really like radio. I really like, you know, speaking my mind and voicing my opinion and, but also just connecting to the media, you know, like I've always felt that connection to media and uh, journalism. So yeah, I'm really like starting to have a revelation. Yeah. 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 I really like that. You said that the juice kind of inspired you. That's really cool. So <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Um, do you have any role models? It can be like your grandmother or anything like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, my 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 pops, my stepdad, man. He uh, he came to my life around six. Um, he passed when I was about twenty-one. But uh, a lot of how I am is is because of him. You know, he um, he he saw a lot of things in me gift-wise that. Cause I was a shy kid, like I didn't, I didn't talk. I, I wasn't one of those guys that was just, you know, running his mouth and just wanted to be out in the forefront. I was shy, so I wanted to be in the back. But he knew I could like write, and you know, he knew I was articulate enough to yeah. speak on certain things. So, you know, he would always push me to 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 be uh, to just share whatever bit of wisdom I had while telling me I didn't have it. So. Um, <laughs> You know, like, uh, yeah, he, he was a big influence, a big role model to me. Um, and uh, my mom, my mom's a huge influence, you know, not to That's sound, cool. you know, cliche, but, you know, she, I've seen her, you know, go through hell and back. And, um, <laughs> you know, from Katrina figuring out stuff with a kid, like with me and my brother, um, deciding to even move out here out of, you know, her comfort zone. Um, and, you know, just, just everything. I mean, she's... Uh, she she deals with cardiomyopathy. She's she's been through a lot, and um, you know I don't I don't tell her a lot, but she's definitely one of my role models. But my pops probably more than anybody. I you know I I think about his words and stuff every day. So okay. Yeah. So did you have like any challenges like making or creating everything, or like even now, and like how do you get over that? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, you know trying to start anything you need money so you know right. it's just like it's, it's to get microphones mm-hmm. and computers and equipment like all this stuff costs money so uh that was definitely one of the challenges and just finding my own voice was probably the biggest challenge being confident in what i was saying you know and getting past who was listening and who wasn't right um mm-hmm. getting past trying to gain influence you know what i mean so yeah that that was probably one of my biggest and and just and I mean, looking for stuff to talk about when you feel like, you know, we live in an internet generation mm-hmm. where stuff is, tends to be oversaturated. So, you know, you always trying to figure out 
well, how do I say this different or how do I make this different than anybody else, you know? Right. Um, but, yeah, challenge-wise, that was definitely one at the beginning. And now it's just uh, just taking it to the next level. Again, finding studio space, um, uh, up in equipment. I mean, I, we, we got YouTube, we got mics, you know, we got certain things. But now it's just uh, now I'm really just challenging myself to, to up the ante a little bit. Um, we can add two more podcasts, trying to find talent, like really put um, what I've been planning for all year into fruition. That's probably the, probably the biggest challenge right now. Okay. So I heard, so I heard you mention YouTube. Where can we find your YouTube? Um, you can it's Reach Over Culture. Um, so it's just simply that on YouTube. Um, the Instagram is at Reach Over Culture. Um, and yeah, like you know, for whoever you know, subscribe, check out a couple of you know our, our topics. Uh, Shout out to my man Moses. He helps me co you know, co shout out to my dog Rob, he helps me co so I got interviews on that. I mean we streaming uh you can stream it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, our radio podcast, whatever you get your podcast from. And um, you know, don't 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 judge us. We you know, we are believers, but you know, like this past episode we talked about the election. I, I told people I voted for Ye. I got a couple of threatening comments like, yo, like well, you voted for Kanye, but I, I you know, I, I said what I said and I did what I did and that's just what that is. Right. So, you know, uh yeah, like it yeah, you can follow it, um, Reach Over Culture on YouTube or go to Instagram at Reach Over Culture. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then before um we in your interview, we asked our guests like some words of wisdom to like what are some words of wisdom you would give to people? Um, man, I don't, I don't really have a lot of words of wisdom to keep it real. I I just I would say um, the basis for reach over culture is Romans twelve two, which is not to be conformed to the world. Um, and it's a long scripture, but I, I tend to focus on that not to be conformed to the world. You know, a lot going on in the world, a lot of people trying to tell you how to think, mm-hmm. how to function, how to do what you do. Um, how to be you and when you don't know how to be you somebody creates you for you and mm-hmm. so I would just say um, especially y'all like at y'all ages uh, and I think you could probably attest to it and I don't usually like regrets but you know find you find who you are like if you like skateboarding no matter whether you're 15, 16 and your pops tell you never make any money from skateboarding if you like skateboarding skateboard like if you want to be in that business, find a way you can be in that business. Like, wherever your passion is, that's that's where your purpose lies. And so no matter how crazy people tell you your your passion is or how much money they say you can't make from it, do what you love to do, find you, and, um, you know, God will take care of the rest. You'll be surprised what God can do in you when you already know you. you know? Agreed. I like that a so, lot. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. All right, well, thank you so much. We enjoyed having you. Y'all keep doing your thing, man. I love it. I love the show. I I love what y'all doing. Thank you. And um, y'all keep doing your thing, man, for real. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so uh, we'll be right back. I have Hit Different by SZA. And, yeah, this is The Juice. It's 
with me today you know go ahead and introduce yourselves i'm gonna go first it's your boy tan tan man tan tan the man with the plan yes sir Some <laughs> a little bit it's cool though it's all good it's all good what's up everybody it's me lucy hey what's up it's your boy prince q what's up y'all it's icm and, and we we also have a special guest in here with us today we got the one and only abri abri shine hey you y'all know. Yep. <laughs> and so you know, we're just going to chop it over her for a little bit. So, how you been? I've been good. I've been busy a lot. Like, I literally just came here from uh, the black party up the road at uh, the Metro PCS store mm-hmm. on 47th and Peoria. It was really nice. We had the community come out, and it was real dope. Man, that sounds fun. It was that fun. Was we had fun. free food and food trucks. Food and- is all you had. 
You didn't bring oh, nobody. He said, free. <laughs> he said food is all I had to say. Yeah, it was it was nice. Um, Alpha Grill was out there. Uh, uh, get toasted was out there. I ate really good. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't get to bring you guys any. Oh, that's all good. That's all good. We had we had him up here a couple weeks ago. We had oh, okay, then y'all even. Yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit more about what you do, what inspires you, and um, what brought you to Juice. Man, well, you know, I, I used to be over here. I was like a mentor with um, with uh, Ramal for a little while. Uh, with the old Juice crew, you know, there's so many new faces in here now, so I don't know nobody no more, but... Um, Trey's still here. Trey's still here, but yeah. Yeah. Trey, Trey's like, you know, a staple. He's an account. <laughs> he don't count. Um, but, man, you know, for those of you who don't know me, I am uh, the midday girl at KJAM, so 105.3 KJAMZ. And uh, I do 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. I'm on there Monday through Friday at that time, and Saturdays from 3 to 4 during the 1 a.m. show. And, yeah, I do that. I do music. And that's really why I'm here now is because I'm promoting uh, my single, Put It Down. And um, unlike the guest you had on before me, it is definitely not gospel. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly the opposite direction. But I still sing gospel music sometimes. But, you know. Yeah, um, just promoting my music and keeping it going, man. All right. What drives you to make music? Like, was this always a passion for you? Yes. Okay, so, like, radio and music go hand-in-hand for me because that's what I grew up with. My mom was doing radio in my hometown from Arkansas, so Little Rock, shout out. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I've always been around music. I love music, like. I could sing before I could talk things. They always just joke about that. Like, she used to hum to these songs. She ain't saying nothing. But, <laughs> you know, I was speaking through my music, you know. And, you know, that's how music has literally gotten me through a lot of stuff, you know, in my life. Like, if I was going through something, I was just listening to music. And I eventually started writing. I was writing uh, short stories in the third grade and poetry that got published. And then I started writing songs because, I mean, poetry is just you know, lyrics, so, you know, yeah. without music. Yeah. Um, so I started doing that, and it's just been an ongoing thing, and it's, I started really, like, connecting to people when I moved to Tulsa in music within the last couple of years, and I finally found some some dope people that kind of get the sound and get where I'm trying to go with it, and so it's been on since then. Right now. <laughs> Do you have any more music coming out, or are you just going to see Ooh, how this goes? Yes. So, okay, I came out with my first single last year, and it kind of hit before it hit, so, uh, like, the platforms. He is, it's not COVID. Please tell no, me it's, no, not no, COVID. it's not COVID. Like, it's he is it's allergies. I promise like, you. I'm I trying promise to hold you. it in. I'm trying to it's hold it. I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. I had to get, I had to get you because allergies was getting me earlier, and they was, like, looking at me. I was like, I Man. promise it's not COVID. I promise. I'm trying not to make eye contact. I'm like, bro, they're going to think I got COVID. <laughs> nah, you good. You good, for real. Um, but no, I came out with my first single, Love and My Love, last year in um, September, and it was so crazy how that song came out. It was not supposed to be out at that time. I had a whole plan in my head that obviously God had a different plan. Um, so you guys are familiar with the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Mm-hmm. You guys are familiar with the Morning Hustle. So Headcrack was a part of the Ricky Smiley Show before he got his own show as Morning Hustle, and he was at my coming out party for K-Jams. And long story short, he was hosting it, and he was trying to get these guys that were trolling online to 
to do like freestyle and stuff because they kept saying, oh, we went head crack in here. We going to do this. We going to do this. Well, they were in the party and they were very hush now. <laughs> so he was like, ain't no local artist that want to perform. Well, me, I'm not going to perform a song that's not out yet, right? right? Nobody had heard the song, but like two people that were in that room. And all of a sudden, it was just like, all my friends was like, yo, she do music. Like, make her sing. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? This is not, I'm supposed to be here to party, not to be out here singing. Right. Long story short, I performed the song, and everybody's like, where's the song? Where's the song? And I'm like, ah. Uh, it's not, not out yet. yet. So I literally had no rollout. I had to just, I had no promo for the song. I just had to put it out. I put it out and it did really well. And um, I took a break because I, radio just started like taking off. Like I was traveling. I ended up going to Atlanta for, um, I was doing some modeling for the Black Film Festival, things like that. So music kind of had a standstill for a second, but I was still writing in the process. And then I got linked up with uh, some producers, K5, 2Ps, shout out to them. They are Tulsa natives. And um, the rest is history. We started, I get, got some beats, started recording. And so, yes, to answer your question, I do have more music coming out. That's good. That's um, good. The Put It Down video is almost finished. I started mm-hmm. <laughs> with that. Let me tell you about these allergies, man. <laughs> Seriously, I ain't, like, I ain't been doing nothing. I stopped sniffing and everything. It's not It's me. Let me tell you. So the weekend, I was supposed to do a two-day shoot. I did the first day at a party that I threw um, at Alibi's Ice Lounge, and it was so much fun. Well, the serious part of that video where I'm actually supposed to be singing and, you know, kind of having my moment with my friends, that was supposed to be the following Sunday. And that Sunday, I woke up to all this sinus drainage and my face was so puffy and it hurt to breathe it hurt to do anything and I I was like texting out I was like look I love y'all and stuff (laughs) and I will push through this but let me just tell you I feel like crap you know and they were like nah we ain't pushing through nothing we're gonna just reschedule so the rescheduling of the second half of that video is this Sunday thank God Um, (laughs) but that video will be out soon and the Actually, I'm so excited because I want to tell y'all about this next song, but I can't. Um, I'm just gonna tell you that the, the next nobody. song, the it's next a, song will be out in the The next, I'll, I'll give y'all an exclusive. Y'all ready? Yeah. Y'all ready? So the the follow up single, it'll actually pair up with this video. So you have to actually watch the video to pay attention because you're gonna see little snippets that's right. gonna promo the next video mm. and the next video, the next single. I actually have. Ah, I can't tell you. I'll say mm. it comes out in February. I'll say that. Okay. It sounds okay. like it's going to be a Valentine's type so like, of song. Like this, definitely for the lovers. So, like, mm. this video kind of leads in to the next video. Yes. Okay. Yes, oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, I heard making a, yeah, I heard making a music, music video. That's you know, a video video. Man, it's I got a, a video video. video. Said, so, the next one you're going to watch, it's going to be, it's going to tie into the first one. And the remix to this song, oh, I'm so remix. excited. It's a remix to this okay. song. I'm so excited about it. And I want to tell y'all who's on it so bad, but I can't. <laughs> and I want to tell you on a remix to the other song too, but I can't. Huh? No clues. Like I said earlier, mm-hmm, I can't. I have to come we'll, back. We'll, okay, we'll, okay. That just means I gotta come back. She won't say. She won't tell us on the air. But when we go off the air, we might find out. You know? I'm not gonna <laughs> get it. Don't, don't. We might. We might know. You, you know? know, y'all might know. But if y'all tell somebody, I know who I told. So I got to come back, and you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. It ain't gonna be the girl from the radio no more. It's gonna be the girl from, from Little Rock. You know what I'm saying. Y'all better watch banging. What's up? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> What's that? You know what? On the other hand, I don't think we want to know this. 
We don't want to know that song. All right. We don't want to know. I don't think we want to know that. I'm just joking. Okay. Uh, Maybe. Actually, okay. So I was wondering, like, um, kind of two questions. So with all your like music stuff, like, who's your inspiration for it? And also, like, hmm, how did you get over like performing in front of people? Oh, the performing part is is out the window early. Like, I've been performing in my Nana's living room since I could walk. (laughs) (laughs) She had a record player, so it was the Jackson 5 and Jenny Jackson and The Temptations and you name it. I was singing it. I had a microphone and everything. (laughs) Um, But I've been performing forever, like, in church and school and all types of stuff, so I never really had stage fright. I get nervous. Like, for instance, I'm nervous right now talking to y'all <laughs> because I'm usually the interviewer, not the interviewee, you know? Yeah. Oh, okay. But, but I digress. Um, as far as performing-wise, it's once I'm up there and I start, I'm good. Right before, I, like, you know, I have hot flashes, and I'll be like, don't talk to me. I don't need anything to drink. I'm good. Like, <laughs> just shush. Just be. People want to have conversations like, you good? You ready? You want something? No, I just want you to be quiet. Thank I'm you. Trying to, I'm trying to get in the mood. Like, I'm this. trying to, I'm trying like, to, like, I just want to be like this. i prepare myself. Oh, Jesus, let me get up here and sing these notes. Let these notes come out right, Lord. You know, touch my throat. You know, all of that. Um, And what was the other question? Who inspires um, me? Yeah. So, who inspires me? Man, so... Growing up, I listened to a lot of Brandy, the vocal Bible, right? Now, I ain't saying I am up there with her, but I will say I would try it all day long. <laughs> At home, I'd be like, I'm going to try this run, see how if I can perfect it. I'm going in the studio with that. Um, Monica, definitely Michael Jackson as a performer, hands down. He is still dead or alive. He is still the best. Um, no cap there. No, no cap. Yeah, say that in the mic one more time. No cap there. Thank, no, thank you. Um <laughs> Y'all are so funny. Um, Seriously, though, like, pretty much it when it comes to, but, like, I just, like, tapped into this other side where I'm writing raps now, and it's kind of funny, but it's because it's what I listen to all the time, you know, like, growing up, I listen to R&B, rap, and gospel, so you write what you listen to, and so, yeah, it's, it's, a lot of different inspirations, they come from a lot of different places, but you'll actually hear them, like, I have so many references, some that y'all probably don't know nothing about. Maybe. I, some, I don't know. Allergies over here might know a little something. <laughs> <laughs> That's my <laughs> <laughs> name. I'm just meddling. I'm just meddling. No, not allergies. Allergies. COVID. He might have. He might know something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Ooh, so... So we would like to ask if you have any words of wisdom for us. Oh, words or... of wisdom. Well, let me just start with download my music, okay? It's on all <laughs> streaming platforms right now. Put it down. It's the new single. Go listen to Love in My Lips. You're trying to be in love and everything. What, what's the artist? I mean, not not the artist. <laughs> like, what's the, what's the name on it? It's the same name. Aubrey oh, Shine. I didn't know. Because yes. some people mm-hmm. go by different I names. I don't go as Aubrey Shine, formerly known as <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> no, yeah. it's Aubrey Shine. I'll just mess with you. Okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, Aubrey Shine everything um you know do that but motivating words i give motivation every day so one i'm going to just say keep going whatever it is if you have a dream a goal anything in mind like you know the guy before me said you know block it out block out those naysayers because they're going to come that's how you know you're on the right path if you if everybody's a yes man and they agree with you you need to change the circle up 
I'm a firm believer in auditing your circle. If you have three friends and none of them are pushing you and you are the, like, the top-notch person in your group, not what you think you are, but what you actually know you are and people around you are not elevating you, I'm not saying to drop your friends, but I'm definitely saying to find you some people that will motivate you and push you to another level. If they are not doing better than you, find some people that are doing better than you and connect yourself and figure out how to learn from them and then take that back to the group that you're from so that they can learn from you and take that on somewhere else. I like that. But before we let you go, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at the Aubrey Shine. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram. Yes, I do all the TikTok dances that these guys back here were doing earlier. Um, <laughs> yeah, oops. Y'all, y'all thought I wasn't paying attention. Um, at Aubrey oops. underscore Shine. That's A-U-B-R-E-Y underscore S-H-I-N-E. And you can follow me on Facebook at Aubrey Shine. Okay, okay. Well, we appreciate you coming out and talking to us today. You know, maybe when, maybe when your next video, well, when your video, both of your videos and your next single come out, you can come back and talk to us. Listen, you know. when I'm gonna drop the remix when the video comes out. But when the next song comes out, I'm definitely coming back because y'all are gonna be super excited, and I'm gonna give tea before I drop the song of who's mm-hmm. on that remix. I promise. Okay. And when I tell you, y'all are gonna be like, what? How you do that? <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to hear this. Because that's exactly what I was like. I was like, what? <laughs> How I do that? <laughs> Hold on, say that one more song. Say that one more song. How I do that? What? <laughs> that's funny. But um, this is the Juice Radio Show. We'll be right back with y'all right now. I got some uh, Lemonade by Gunna, Don Tolliver, and Nav, and Internet Money. Oh. So we'll be right back with y'all. Say- Hey, 
I through through the course of this year, I've been going through a lot of reflection. You know, before the whole COVID thing started, you know, I kind of decided, you know, this was going to be the year I kind of took a step back and kind of did a little bit of internal inventory. And one of the things I was looking into was emotional intelligence. And as I went in and I was going through all of that, um, as I went in and was going through all of that, I realized that there was a lot of things, a lot of emotions and stuff that wasn't packed in, uh, that wasn't unpacked. And so as I was understanding a little bit more about myself and my emotions, I realized how many decisions, how many situations I've been throughout my life where these um, repressed emotions was really kind of uh, causing, me, uh, causing me trouble. And I thought about my sons and I was thinking, man, if I could just give them this information so that they didn't have to make these decisions so that they didn't have to um, run into these troubles in their relationships, it would, you know, it give them so much, uh, so much uh, leg up than what I dealt with. Well, I went and tried to, and they gave me the deer in headlights look, you know, they was like, you know, Hey, you know, old man, stop talking to me. I don't, I don't get what you're trying to say. And I'm like, I ain't really that old, but okay, it's cool. I'll let it slide. <laughs> and so um, I came with the motivation to write the book um, because I wanted to give them a vehicle to express the emotion, to understand it, and then find a way to deal with it. So uh, the first book is on uh, is, uh, called Peacock Patience. It centers around the concept of patience. And um, uh, the kid is a good kid. Nothing, you know, not a, not no ill intentions as most children are, but, Oftentimes, patience is the first is a hard concept for children to understand, and so the story follows uh, the uh, the main character. His name is King. He's the main char- uh, character of the story of the series, uh, the Chronicles of the Young King, and he ends up uh, running into a situation with the uh, with the animals on his on his farm. I wanted a real nice, comfortable setting. I didn't feel like I had to make an urban story. We don't got to have violence or anything like that. We can have stories just like everybody else. And so uh, I also wanted to use the animals as a way of honing in the concept because science and studies show that if we got, if we can give a intangible idea to a physical concept, it's a lot easier to remember. It's a lot, it, it ingrains better. And so we used, for this sake, we used the concept of the peacock because peacocks are proud, but they also have to be patient. Mm-hmm. And the reason is, is, A, the male is the one with all the feathers. He's a loud, the flamboyant one. But the peahen, or the female, incredibly skittish. Unlike most other, uh, most other fowl, they will run at the slightest amount of danger. And that's what the actual um, critical part of the story is, is when you're growing up on a farm, you're used to dealing with chickens, Dealing with a peahen is an entirely different story, and that's where the trouble comes in. So he has the um, the unfortunate situation uh, that I don't want to tell too much of what happens in the story, but um, he has a situation which that's where he's brought to the situation that he is lacking patience. And he has his parents, and I wanted to bring in the parent system because today's time with so much information, so many people trying to tell you what to do, trying to offer assistance, trying to offer help. Your parents are oftentimes the least people you see and the quietest voices you hear or the ones you don't want to hear. So the book is designed to kind of help bring back in that, that, that parent aspect of it. So uh, we set up roles with the parents. So when he's, uh, when he's going through this emotional moment, he has his mother there to kind of bring him in to let him know what's going on. Then he goes to his father to get that, that straight to the point, hey, right. this is what's happening. Right. You know, um, and I, I was, uh, I like to say, like, 
mother can hear you through all of your crying when you're whispering and all of this stuff. Daddy don't hear none of that stuff. Nope. You come in there crying, face all snotty. Daddy don't understand that. Calm down. Talk to me. I, I need to understand what you're saying. And so he has that moment. They have that interaction. And then once he's done, because oftentimes when you get that real dose of truth, that don't let you, you don't feel good after that. You know, it, that, that takes you down a notch. So from that moment, that's where mama comes in. And I, when I read this book to my children, I explained to them, mama's not consoling him because he's sad. If, if mama was just going to console him because he was sad, this wouldn't change anything. He wouldn't learn anything. Mama is consoling him so that he knows that even though he messed up, she still loves him. Mm-hmm. That's the point. Mama's there to show you that even though you mess up, she still loves you, but it's on you to do better. And so we finalize the story as with everything, the cycle is going to repeat itself. That same thing is going to come back around and it's up to you to decide whether or not you learn the lesson. And so we set it up to where he has to learn that lesson and make that decision to be patient on his own. And in the midst of it, he realizes that the difference between helping and being helpful, is a little bit of mindfulness, joy of patience. And so this will be the first in the line of the series. They're all going to be rooted in emotional intelligence and helping get those, especially for my boys, uh, for my little boys. Granted, it's not going to be so boy driven that the girls can't get anything from it. But me having grown up as a, as a black boy, you know, we, we get that uh, in the culture. Our emotions are oftentimes repressed. They're oftentimes told to ignore them. So this is a way for us to safely express them, but then also figure out what we're going to do with them. Mm-hmm. And if we can get this out there to the boys, you know, we can change the world. And so that's what that's what I got. Okay. okay. So uh, I definitely can sense a lot of passion, a lot of inspiration that the story gives you and the meaning and purpose it gives you. So definitely I can just listen to you. You know, I can definitely tell you found your calling and you found something that, you know, motivates you and inspires you to live. And I just want to know where you see yourself going from here now that you got those books out, now that you've manifested your vision, your goal, and your dream, a part of your dream, I'm assuming, you want to grow and you want to expand your business. So tell us a little about that. Um, honestly, honestly, I'm, I'm – just gonna, you know, try and, you know, grab the flag and take it as high as I, as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote the first book and I have, a, I have a plan for six, a maximum of 10 on the book. But, you know, while I've been doing this and I honestly love just this part of it, anybody I can get to sit down and just talk with me about this book is my favorite thing in the world to do. Um, but on the other side, I'm also at the same time uh, building a clothing brand. And so that's the other side of what I'm doing uh, as of right now, minus my, my day job. Um, so um, so I'm, I'm building the clothing brand and I'm working uh, to build a platform because I love art and, you know, I love music. And so there's so many talented people nowadays. And with the information with Facebook and YouTube and everything, you got so much access to so many incredible people that I decided instead of spending so much time worrying about what I was going to sell, I would just, you know, spend my time looking for incredible people online, taking a few moments, writing something nice about them, putting it up there, and then showing as many people as I can. Be like, hey, this is amazing. If you ain't seen it, take a look at this. And uh, we've been, uh, it's been going great. I've been getting a lot of uh, feedback, a lot of positive reactions from it. 
had a couple artists who even uh, agreed to work with me. So I've actually made some a couple designs using some um, some some commissions I got from them. So it's great. Um, it's an entirely different thing. I never thought I'd be doing it, but it just kind of fell into my lap. And so I'm tracking it as I'm going, learning every day, failing every day. But honestly, it's fun. It's you know, it's, every day is a is an experience. Every day is like, man, what's gonna happen next? Like you know. Before this week, I wouldn't have saw myself here. And now we're here. Before this year, I didn't have a book. Now I'm actually here. a writer, too, so I'm kind of inspired by by this. And I actually want to write my own comic book, but I also mm-hmm. like writing stories as well. Um, right now I'm reading this book called Lovecraft Country. It's about kind of like a black horror type book mm-hmm. that I discovered from a show. So I'm discovering my my learning for, you know, my my passion for reading and also just putting my creativity in words and photography and pictures that's definitely something I love to do um, as far as blogging as well. Um, that's, that's how I kind of express my visual or my storytelling. Okay. Um, okay. And so, yeah, I definitely think, uh, you know, I love what you're doing and just, you know, the fact that you can give that back to your kids, like another just manifestation of your creativity, mm-hmm. you know, back to your kids so they can maybe even pass it down to their kids. It, you know what I mean? So, you know, mm-hmm. you never know how deep just doing something like that for your kids how that's going to pack their lives. I know my grandmother, she, she got two books done for me when I was a kid. And I just thought that was just so special when I was a kid. Like mm-hmm. my name was in it. So I was like, I love that. So I think that really is going to make a difference in your kid's life. Well, you know, you mentioned that and now I kind of feel like a cliche cause I actually did <laughs> put uh, my kids' names in the book, but uh, you know, it's hidden in there. So, you know, I can deny it in case anybody finds it. But, um, that's how you know you love them. I mean, that's, right. you know, that's absolutely. And no. um, I actually released the book uh, on the day uh, on my mother's birthday. So okay. the very first page is a, is a homage to her. And, um, and I, and I kind of wanted to do it that way, one, because, you know, what other, you know, what kind of gift could top, you know, hey, I got a published book, you know, mm-hmm. on, on your birthday. You know, nobody's going to be able to beat that. You know, they'd have to write a whole other book. And um, <laughs> and I've already done it. So, you know, so it's going it's only going to be uh, now. But um, also, you know, just to kind of, you know, show the, the, the circular, the secular portion of this is like, you know, from. I've learned through all of this time, like all of these years, I've learned this information and this is what I put it into. And, you know, that's a, a just kind of a, an homage to, you know, my mom and, you know, for, you know, basically for the generation that brought me here and the generations after. Me. All right. Uh, I got me a question. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Q, but um, how long did it take? For, how long did it take you to publish the book? And what was that process like? Honestly, um, this book is self-published. I am, I actually am in negotiations now with uh, major publishers. I'll be picking one next week. That process is a, is a lot easier than the self-publishing process. <laughs> uh, I will tell you, um, at the beginning of this year, there was no book. There was no story, none of this. So um, the, uh, the writing the story part, uh, portion of it was very interesting, was very fun. Um, I ended up having the uh, just a chance meet, encounter with a uh, with a, a friend of mine now. Her name is Roberta Long. She's a teacher out in Broken Arrow um, at a little um, diner that we go to. And she ended up I ended up trusting her to read my manuscript. And uh, she read through it, and she was like, "You don't know anything about peacocks, do you?" 
And I was like, that's kind of an odd question to say to me. <laughs> and after she then told me, yeah, I grew up on a farm and we actually had peacocks. I was like, oh, I know where the story is going. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but that let me know, <laughs> hey, now I just need to write the book. Yeah. Now I just need to do what I need to do. And so that part was fun. Um, the illustrations in the book, um, I really uh, love the illustrations because um, – the way it's set up is that the illustrations are designed to where they can really tell the entire story of the book just from the pictures. Mm. And, um, and I wrote it that way because I wanted it to be reachable on many levels. So uh, for the younger, so like, you know, uh, four to four to six range, they can just follow the pictures and catch what the story is talking about. As they get older than that, the story is written at a comfortable enough pace, easy enough to understand that they'll be able to get it. But I designed this for the parents to read with the kids, especially the fathers, because we as men have already lived through this. Our example, our experiences are going to be the best way to bring this home. This is a vehicle to start the conversation that we don't want to have, but we need to have. Mm-hmm. And so it's written on a level to where, and the story is engaging enough, you know, not to pat myself too much, but, is written in a way that you would still get em- enjoyment out of the story. It's still going to carry you through the story because I want everybody who reads it to enjoy it, but you, it's, it doesn't help any if it's like, you know, Dr. Seuss, Redfish, Bluefish, you're not going to read this. You're just going to give it to your kid. But, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get your kid to figure out their emotions on their own, that didn't work when we did it. This book ain't going to change that. But if we can bring it to the, bring them together, that's where we can really make that difference. And like I said, you know, goal is to, you know, try to change the world with a book, children's book. Okay, okay. So before before you go, we would like to ask you um, for some words of wisdom. Uh, words of wisdom. Um, you know, I've been thinking about this, and um, I've been listening to Les Brown heavy this uh, this year, and he has something uh, that he uh, that he says, and he says that. Um, You don't have to be great to get started, but you do have to get started to be great. Mm-hmm. And so what I would say is, is that Pure poetry right there. <laughs> with, with anything it is you want to do, forget the back end half of it. Just do the first part. It, doing the first part, the other stuff is going to come. I know it sounds crazy. But I tell you, I started with nothing, and I've managed to format and publish this book by myself. And then now I pitched this book to publishers, and I had a lady. She called me, and she said, I had to call and tell you this because I have never seen a book come through as publishers in 30 years with this many illustrations that has not gotten a single red mark. And I did this myself. Hmm. So from nothing, knowing no part of this. So all I'm saying is it's possible. You just got to get out there and do it. And if you do something you want to do, you're going to enjoy it. Hmm. You're going to enjoy it. Okay, okay. Well, we really appreciate you for coming out and hey, man, talking to us. Hey, man, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much for coming. So uh, is there anywhere where anybody can find you at, you know? Um, I, um, you can find me on uh, Instagram and Facebook uh, at, under Nico Wallace, which is my personal. It's going to change here soon. But, you know, as I said, 
this is all kind of new for me. But um, the book is currently available uh, on Amazon, Peacock Patients, and also got an author page on there where you can reach out to me and get uh, new updated information from there as well. Okay, okay. Yeah, once again, this is the Juice Radio Show, and we will be right back with you guys right now. I got some Todd Dollar Sign Real Life with Roddy Rich and Mustard. And so, yeah, we'll be right back with y'all. Cocktail killers in real life Time to get for eight figures in real life Three-way model in real life I done been around the world so many times That's real life Real life Real Call me up and down for real Trying to make the dollar out of the nickel Money. The hotel game ringing bells. Ten toes down in Chanel. Hate me. Talks like a time for that on my AP. I ain't got time in trying to pay me. Jumped in the Porsche from the Mercedes. Did a song with Beyonce and Jay Z. So many sacrifices. This ain't happen overnight. Put in that work and rely. I spend an M on this side. Cocktail killer. In real life, time to dip for eight figures in real life. Three way model in real life. I've been around the world so many times. That's real life. Real life. Real. Me and my brother counted up a million in real life. I remember we was marching through the field in the night. Heck, we was coming at our side all day. When my dad had a card, I put him in tennis. Chicken, I counted them 10 a day. I've been balling real life, give a f what a say. We real life chatting, the pecs was in the bay. Double on door max and a new Ben Tay. She lay, we were sliding in a ride on the freeway. She wanna see on a C day. I told her eat it come like a cheat day. We having a home girls inside the PJ. Panoramic views on her every time she look up. Get this real life, none of you never shook Got a couple million put up, and I still shout when I pull up. I came from the bottom, put the whole damn hood up. I still killing in real life. Time to dip for eight figures in real life. Three-way model in real life. Bottom been around the world so many times. That's real life. Real life. Many in my bed. Mm-hmm. 
radio and like just kind of speaking our opinion about topics. And so I brought him on because we were going to do a podcast um, together on his show, and we're going to do one, I think, in a month or so. But we were, we were talking about like heavy topics, like you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, LGBT rights and things like that. And so we just had a really good conversation. I was like, I got to invite him on because his podcast is doing really well, and he's getting a lot of different, um, you know, people on that I think really affect the culture just like we do. Well, uh, I appreciate everybody's, you know, oh, feedback. Right, me. I, oh, somebody else got something. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> somebody <laughs> else. You mean I see yeah. You better come correct. I'm playing, but um, <laughs> it was, I liked it. I mean, um, dang, I kind of lost what I was going to say, but it was. Oh yeah, all the guests—they were really good. Like, do they inspire y'all? Like, cause I feel like, yes. I feel like with the guests that come in, you know, we get a variety of different mm-hmm. types of guests and guests that, you know, have a business really established. People that are just starting out and promoting their business. So, do you guys feel like the guests leave an impact in your life? And the guests that we have on, like, do you connect with? Has anybody does do have does anybody have any stories about like getting somebody's business card and like? Connecting with the guests, like what's what's our thoughts on that? Right. Um, I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it. Like, I'm talking about like what are what are you guys' thoughts on connecting with our guests and just like, what like do you the, just the impact that they leave on our you know on us at, on the station you know when they come and they talk about their their story you know from you know either rags from rich to riches or you know from just a piece of paper to you know now a book you know what is how does that inspire you? Raheem, right? Yeah, I feel like with him coming here, it's most definitely inspired me to reach out to him. I feel like he has a lot of good things going on, and I feel like I feel like we share a kind of connection. We both have like the same kind of roots, and so I feel like that's somebody I can connect with that was up here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, most definitely uh, want to build on that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I thought he'd be pretty another good guest for the simple fact that what he's trying to build with um, Reach Over Podcast is pretty much what you know. The Juice Radio Show is established, and Bobby Eaton Show is established. So I think it's really cool to just bring him on and, like, you know, to just kind of connect him to more opportunities, you know, and just cool to just kind of see your friends and people that you grew up with, like, you know, kind of in the same field as you or doing the same things as you. And that's one reason why I really was excited to have him on, just be a part of the conversations that we have and, you know, voicing voice our opinions about different topics and going on in the community. Yeah, and you fit in really good, too. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, I would say that when we have artists, like music artists that comes in and they talk about, you know, you just got to stick to it and stay focused. I ain't going to lie. It motivates me. It put me in the mood like, yeah, man, I got I got to make some more music. Make tonight. Right. <laughs> but then when I get home, I don't do it. <laughs> you know what it is? And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, now we're about to. You know, getting our last hour of the show in our last um, 20 minutes. And I think that one thing I've been dealing with as an artist is just battling those those lazy tendencies when we get home to create, you know, and trying to figure out how to increase, you know, our work at, at our regular job and then our work on ourselves, our work on our ideas and our visions and our creativity. Because that's a real struggle in this time period right now with COVID-19 and we're quarantined and like, you know, now it's about to be winter and like, you know, people are wanting to be more 
with somebody now and like cuddling with someone and people are going to be just really thinking about family members and it's a lot, you know? And so I think one thing I want to say is like, definitely just take your mental health seriously. And, you know, uh, if you need to see a therapist, go see a therapist. I know we were talking about mental health with the guests. So I just kind of feel like black people don't really protect their mental health. We, we don't take it seriously. Sometimes we joke around with it. Like it's a, Oh, that person has to be crazy in order to see a therapist. You know, those are the, those extreme thinking in the black community that we've had for a long time about something as simple as going to see a therapist. And what I learned from going to see a therapist was I'm actually, um, I have a therapist who's a black man and it's like, it works really well because he's a black man and he understands me as a black man, you know, he connects with me. Yeah. And, um, it's more about having a conversation and open up in a, in a way that you can't do with your friends, with your family, talking about things that getting, you know, advice and guidance that you may not want, want to necessarily talk to your mother about or your family member about or your best friend, like having that somebody that doesn't even know you mm-hmm. completely doesn't know you and that freedom to just express what you want to say about whatever the situation is. And this person not judge you because they don't know you. Like that's the benefits of going to see a therapist, like just having an unbiased opinion, somebody that just doesn't know you but you're telling them how you're, what you're going through and what you're feeling. And I think everybody can benefit from that because, you know, we already struggle and bottle up our emotions from the people that we love anyway. (laughs) You know what I mean? So you need somebody that you can actually express your emotions and not bottle them up and talk about what you're afraid to talk about with your ex or the person that you're with or your family members, your friends at school, whatever it is that's eating you up. Like you need somebody that with an unbiased opinion to listen to you. That's what I think would really, people could really benefit from, you know, by going to therapy. So that's my little therapy rant, you know, mm-hmm. about just taking it seriously and, you know, that it's not something that uh, we have to, like, be ashamed of, that we don't always have it together and we're not perfect. Right. We're just human. So, mm-hmm. Well, we're going to talk about, we're going to get into some more of these topics real quick, you know, just before uh, just before we leave and whatnot. Um, but... You know, the next thing we I want to talk to y'all about is you know this uh, Amazon opening up a pharmacy. How 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 y'all feel about that? Like mm, y'all from, like topic. you know what I'm saying? Like they business. <laughs> 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 that and and like you know just imagine like how much easier is going to make it for some of us to get like medications and stuff like that. And so. Um, Right. Well, I kind of feel like it's already easy for us to get anything because you can get anything at the click of a button on your phone. Right, but I'm saying I'm I'm saying like medication wise. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying like that that too. You no, know, like, but I like think but I think prescription. Oh, definitely. Like, but I was gonna say like I think Amazon. What I love about Amazon is that they're thinking about business moves in a time period like this to expand their business to something that is unheard of for that type of website. You know what I mean? So they're like a leader and, you know, taking a business move that a lot of eBay hasn't done. You know, if eBay had a pharmacy, what? I would not take, I would not trust an eBay pharmacy. (laughs) Because there's so much refurbished stuff on there and so much reused stuff on there. Like, people be posting, like, anything on eBay. Like, so I'm not going to trust medication on eBay. (laughs) I don't take medication, but if I did, I'm not going to trust some medication on eBay. So, you know, um... But I think it's a really smart business move. That's my opinion. But it, at the same time, it's like, where are we going technology-wise? Where are we going convenience-wise? Where you can just go to Amazon and order you any type of medication from the pharmacy you need right. at your just fingertips like that. Like that's some that's some twenty 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 one stuff. You know, for real. 
Jeff Bezos doesn't miss, bro. Like, Who? <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Bezos? Who's that? <sighs> <laughs> You don't, know, you don't know who Jeff Bezos is? No. It's okay. It's the, the owner of Amazon. Uh, the guy who created Amazon. Well, not everybody knows that. I mean, he's like, what, top five richest people in the world? He's top three? Did y'all know that? I didn't know that. See? I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't know what? That he wasn't like the top, like, richest person in the world? Speaking of changing things, though, I know y'all seen the big the changes on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't like okay. it. Oh, I don't. That's so confusing to me. And then Twitter now has stories. That's a whole nother like level of Twitter like that nobody has ever had that experience. So it's it's kind of strange, but you can you know put stories on Twitter too now, like just like Instagram and Snapchat. So it's a little like social media is becoming more like absorbent, copy and paste. You know, like copy and paste, and like now it's, it's called fleets on Twitter. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. You talking about? The I'm story? dead serious. Like, yeah. go ahead and look this up. I know like, what the stories was called, but it's, they, called, it's, a, called it's a real fleet. thing. It's no. a real thing. <laughs> like a video, a video That's message or like a story, like in the fleet. Like Twitter. how they have Instagram <laughs> stories and whatnot. Yeah. They got Twitter stories. Dang. They just copy So that's a, that's a really good topic, just the fact that social media. Instagram, honestly, is now trying to focus on being a store, to be honest, because yeah. how did my home button become like a store? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, that was a whole, that was a switch up, because I'm so used to like, like I'm just, the button I click to look at certain things is now a button I'm clicking mm-hmm. to look at. A store. Somebody's trying to sell me something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's crazy that it's crazy that they have that on that they have that feature there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it kind of feel like almost like a privacy invasion a little bit. Like, <laughs> I don't feel like I want to buy something right now because I'm on my Instagram. Like, don't do that. Like, that's not what I, that's not that's not that's not what I came here for. I came yeah. to look at pictures. You know, what I'm saying? Instagram, yo, it was so so different. Not different, but like original. Right. All I had was pictures on there. That's it. <laughs> hey, like you couldn't do nothing on there but post a picture. So Eden, you mentioned Michael B. Jordan, so <laughs> I heard that you heard about uh, yeah. him being the he's voted uh, sexiest man alive in oh, the yes, magazine. I How totally do you feel about agree. that? Do you agree with that? You no back, hesitation. Do you back that? Do you back that? Line? Huh? So you back that? Line? Yes, I 100% back that. Line. That is so true. <laughs> I mean, I you mean, know. Do I don't you? See, I don't see why not. <laughs> yeah. I don't see why not. I don't see a, a valid reason why not. <laughs> I mean, I think I think what it is is with a title like that, the sexiest man alive. Like that's like a very specific it title. Is, <laughs> you know, I don't think he's the sexiest man alive, but I think that like out of in the industry, like there's a lot of different types of men. You know, like maybe maybe some people do. I mean, he's definitely an attractive guy. So I mean. You know, I think yeah. at the end of the day, I think there's a lot of people in Hollywood that mm-hmm. that look good too. There's a lot of men, men and women in Hollywood that look good that could be voted sexiest alive. But at the same time, at what point does it become like I'm trying to be like this person, or I'm basing like who I date around mm-hmm. this expectation that Hollywood makes that. us do? You Ooh, know, that's funny. Who's that? My dude. Oh no. So who would y'all like Tiller and um what would y'all what would y'all say like who would y'all vote as the sexiest woman alive? Megan is stallion. Oh dead. No, I know Tanner's uh Kaylani, right? Don't play Megan. Kaylani. I like I like Sydney McLaughlin. 
One. I would say Rihanna. Rihanna. Man, I was about to say Rihanna. <laughs> Boy. Rihanna, definitely. Um, I mean, she's just so exotic and black and at the same time, like, not your typical black girl, but just exotic. Uh, yeah. And personality and just, you know, I like, I love that about Rihanna. She's just pretty much herself. Man. And it's like, she's a black girl that can just be herself and still attractive. Like, mm-hmm. we not even, album, no, no, apology, we no apologies. You know? <laughs> so, so really, we waiting on the album. That's what we waiting on. We're never going to get she, that she album. She heard dropping yeah. 50. We waiting on the album. <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say Rihanna, man. Or Lala Anthony. Lala Anthony is yeah. bad. Camelo Anthony. Yup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd. He knows what I want. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Speaking of certain things, they're talking talking about Black Panther 2 and like this, you know, how people don't want Chadwick Boseman to be replaced in Black Panther 2 and just kind of what Black Panther 2 could be about. And I've been seeing a lot of different articles and because I'm a big fan of Black Panther and like the franchise and the comic books. So dope. Like once you get into it. But like the next movie, like is a really big topic, like because it's still on Disney's schedule to come out right. on the date that it's going to come out, even though Chadwick Boseman passed away this year. Like, they have not moved it, so they're really going to do it. So, I'm wondering, like, did they have to, have to rewrite the whole script? You know, like, how drastic is this story going to change because of his death? And I know that Shuri's going to take the mantle yeah. as Black Panther because that's what she does in the comic books. Also, I'm a little sad because I'm a big fan of the, um, Storm, which is she's part of the X Men, mm-hmm. but her and Black Panther get married and they have this really cool storyline the comic books that I'm, I don't know when I'm going to see that in film anymore because Shadwick Boseman passed away. I don't know when they're going to give Storm her own movie or put her in the X-Men and Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that's to one of my favorite honest, topics. To be honest, I feel like all they're going to do is just find somebody else to take over that role. As, right. Not even, he don't even have to look like him. Like, they're just going to find, you know, they're just going to, you know, find a way to move, move them into the, move them into it. Like, We've seen it done with Spider-Man so many times, you know. We've seen it done with Superman with every superhero. The that's Joker. what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, that's you what know? I'm saying. Like, there's been multiple, there's been versions multiple versions of that, of person, yeah, that superhero. So, right. even though, even though this, the first one will still be connected to the second one, they just gonna have, they just gonna have to come up with a creative way of how it, how it happened. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, this the T'Challa uh, stepbrother. brother. <laughs> I, I didn't know about. Or, or I don't oh, know. Resur- oh, just resurrect T'Challa and a whole other actor, you know. But I think a lot of people would be offended. Yeah. Because of Chadwick Boseman, but I'm like, I think Chadwick Boseman would want us to continue his legacy. I think he would want us to continue right. to have other people portray his character. I don't think that he would want to cancel it. You know what I mean? Like, just it's done because I died. Like, I think he wants the legacy to continue with other black men. I'm, I'm honestly really sad because I'm just like, even though this is some, something for kind of like the youth, it's something also for everybody else, adults as well. We all connected with that movie, and I just feel like. I would hate to see another black superhero die with the actor, and this just came out. Like, we just got our first black superhero, you know? Right. So, like, now he's going to die. Like, I just, that sucks. <laughs> right, right. Why would you you know, I, I really hate that. And I really hope Marvel really tries to resurrect that character and what, what they're gonna, who's going to portray that character again after Chadwick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, real quick, we're just going to talk about, we're going to talk about the NBA draft just a little bit. Uh, was there anybody I was really excited to see? The NBA draft was yesterday. You know, crazy. anybody um, I was looking to to find I feel out. Like who? the top the top three went as according to went to went Anthony Edwards, yep. James Wiseman, Lamella and Lamelo Ball. But the thing that kind of threw me for a loop was that that uh that Clay he tore his Achilles yesterday. A whole, mm-hmm. 
whole another year. What, what, what was it? His right Achilles? His um, right ACL. No, he tore his right oh, Achilles you know yesterday. Right yeah. He tore his left oh, no, ACL. He, he tore his left ACL in the finals. Yep. And he did the right today yesterday. Yeah, he yeah, tore he was, his he tore his right. Uh, he like he training? Yeah, he was training. Yeah. Hey, I ain't trying to be like that, but uh, what if he come back and he like Derrick Rose? It's a possibility. I'm not. I don't think he would because like they play differently. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's gonna be like that because like they play differently because all clay. But I'm saying like what if what if all he the hype what if all the hype on Clay die down? Like he just not gonna bounce back. Like, like they like he did with Derrick Rose, you know, when Derrick Rose had his second energy, they was like, ah, oh, he he injury he prone. Like he ain't coming. He he can't do this. He can't do that. You know what I'm saying? You know, I understand. I understand Clay a shooter and all, but right. you know what I'm saying. You know, he still he got injured. Like he didn't yeah. even make it back into the back, season back season. Injuries. You know what I'm saying? He got right like right straight right back injured like, before the season even started again. Right. He was so he misses like he missed out on two whole years of basketball. Right. It's crazy. He's gonna come back strong though. I think, I think he will, but I thought it was like a possibility he might retire. Because, mm. no. I mean like two injuries like that back to back, but that's hard. That's hard to push back from. Well, let's get to the words of wisdom since we have we're down to our last four minutes. Might so, what do you guys think about you know what is your words of wisdom from everything that we have heard from our guests and just where where's your head at right now? Uh, I got mine. Uh, mine is um, turn nothing into something. You might not have it right now, but once you get going, he's gonna turn it into something. So always keep that kind of mindset. Okay, I like that. What's up, quick? Mines will be mines will have to be to always, you know, follow your goals, continue, continue with your hustle, uh, never give up. And so that would be mines. Mines is be present because I feel like, you know, with COVID nineteen, it's just having everybody just really be present with yourself and take a sit down. You know, take a sit down. You know, like learn how to embrace and enjoy the people around you, your family, and your friends, and just really don't take those things for granted. And I think that's what kind of COVID has been teaching me, but really just be present. Like we all have big goals and dreams and we're trying to get to a certain destination, but really take, take advantage of that journey and just trust that journey. It's a beautiful journey and life is about the journey, not the destination. Okay. I like that. I like that. My uh, words of wisdom is um, always do the impossible. Mm. Always be great in everything that you do off the flat. Well, um, you know, this is the Juice Radio Show, and we're going to go ahead and end it right here. Uh, you know, we'll be back next Thursday from 6 to 8. Uh, actually, I don't know, because next Thursday is Thanksgiving, so, you know, we might not be here. We might. We, <laughs> um, it looking like we ain't going to be here. So <laughs> we'll see y'all the Thursday after Thanksgiving. And so uh, y'all can catch us back on here from 6 to 8. The What is that, like the 4th or the 5th? One of those two days. And so, yeah, this is the Juice Radio Show. We out right now. I got Rod Wave, Rags the Riches with Lil Baby. And so, yeah, this is the Juice Radio Show, and we out. Be safe. Happy holidays. Got that gas, got that gas.
Living for the same thing. Committed to myself, so I can't change. She wanna pop it, lock it, drop it. I'm so up, baby, stop it. She knew when it was right around, cause I'm popping. She wanna come, my bitch, I want no love. Doctor, baby, can't trust. Beyond, you want me to hit it. No box, that's the grip. Hop in the belly, the Rari, the Moose You got a problem with me, you can come to it Ask a little thotty off, I had to relay it Now when they say my name, they be like, he made it That's tech that boy, but I'm really from Queens But they say I'm from L.I. Squared up in 231 with my fella That when I moved out the hood, we all fell out Obvious that we don't give They used to stick me up And now they showing up And now they showing love I'm getting love from up above No, no, don't hit me up No, no, don't hit me up No, no Everybody want the same thing No chain, no car, and the same ring I just want to make money with the same gang No glass, no frame, but the same lane Whole team cold, different, but the same pain Really, 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 I just want to play Jane for the same thing. I'm committed to myself, so I can't change. She wanna pop it, lock it, drop it. I'm so up. Stop it, chin the windows, water rock, cause I'm popping. She wanna come, my bitch, I want no love. Talk to baby, can't trust. Be honest, want me to hit it. No boxing has the grip. Talk is my love, it's your love, it's our love. And I be thinking the world is out of love. So love struck, it's fucked up. And she don't really care because Everybody want the same thing No chain, no car, and the same ring And I just want to make money with the same gang No glass, no frame, but the same lane Ain't whole team called different, but the same pain Really, 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 I just want to play Different for the same thing I'm just myself, so I can't change Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.